lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt, Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Hey, here we go. Tuesday, off and running with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown hero. That was Mississippi, by the way. I speed it up sometimes. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. What up? Welcome into the studio here on this Tuesday. If you're tuning in, I appreciate it. Bill is here so we can have a show. He's the one that makes it happen. I'm here. I just grease the wheels. And thank goodness you're here. And there's lots of ways for you to communicate uh, with me today and on the radio to the other people that we have here listening. So just grab a chair, pull on up to the table, have a seat with us here. We'll have some coffee together and chat it up, see where it goes. Who knows? Sometimes it's interesting, sometimes it's not. But we make an effort one way or the, <laughs> or the other. So if you're on the live stream on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, that gum, I sent the live stream out to the wrong thing. I'm going to take it off this one. Remove. Remove. <laughs> and let me add one more. Save changes. All right, there we go. Now we're streaming. I don't know which one I'm supposed to send it to. I know this. I know it's on Facebook and YouTube, and it might be on Twitch today. We'll see about that. All right, so if you're on any of those live streams, you can type in a comment. I can see it. And then you can be a part of the radio audience as well. And hey, everybody on the radio, uh, feel free to hit me up on the country, please, and text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Call me on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. One of the first comments I got on the live stream just a second ago was from Jim, who said, Who day, Matt? We got some Bengals fans reminding me. I mean, they are happy to remind me. That I kept last week going, first of all, they're not beating the Titans <laughs> in Nashville. So I admit to being uh, dead wrong about that. Just absolutely dead wrong about it, obviously. That was a heck of a game. Heck of a game. And a big reason that they are, you know, playing, you know, one went away from a Super Bowl is because of Joe Cool. Joe Cool. Yeah. Back in school. Mr. Joe Burrow to you. Joe Cool is going to terrorize the NFL for the next few years with that receiver he's got out there. Chase, yeah, they're chasing him, all right. And you're exactly right, Jim. Joe Cool is the real deal. So, who day at you? Thanks for the reminder. But, listen, uh, enough on the football. <laughs> uh, there's plenty to get into from a football perspective, and we will do that uh, here today. But I don't know if you know or not, there is a very important thing. Well, I guess it's important. I mean, it's historical. That I do know. It's It has historical importance. And that is a vote on who's in and who's out of the – Pro Baseball Hall of Fame that's happening today. You're going to find out tonight who's been voted into the Hall of Fame and who's not. All right, and look, so 
<clears throat> there's eight million questions coming in about different things. <laughs> and we are back on YouTube, and I welcome Sven back on YouTube on the live stream over in Berlin, Germany, tuning in all the way across a big pond. Hey, Sven. Hail State, he says, everybody. Well, back at you, Sven. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, so we're going to get somebody voted into the Hall of Fame, uh, and you're going to know who it is. The results of the 2022 Baseball Writers Association of America Hall of Fame vote will be revealed tonight. We already know that the class is going to include six inductees from what they call era committee ballots. You got Buck O'Neill, Bud Fowler, Jim Cott, Tony Oliva, Minnie Minosa, Minoso, 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 and Gil Hodges. Okay, the question is is anybody else going to be added? Let's talk about it. David Ortiz, Big Poppy. First time on the ballot. Nobody's really sure if he's going in tonight or not. Ortiz has been on 84.5% of the known ballots. The only thing you have to lean on here is the divide between old school and new school voters. We're going to see. And then this, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens again. Now, I do want to go ahead and throw this out there, too. Corey on Facebook tuning in and says, Until Pete Rose is given his rightful spot in the Hall of Fame, I couldn't care less about anyone else. Hashtag, change my mind. Well, did he gamble on baseball? Yeah. Did they say they gave him a lifetime ban? Yeah. They try to make an example out of him? Uh-huh. Have I watched the documentary stuff that says there's other things involved? No. I ain't watched any of that. <laughs> I don't know any of that. All I know is he's one of the greatest hitters to ever play the game. It is called the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Stats. Did he have a Hall of Fame baseball career? Yeah. Would he have had a Hall of Fame baseball career with or without the gambling on baseball? Yeah. And maybe it's softening up from a from a very conservative point of view in the past. Maybe it is, but it just feels like in this day, in this era, in this time, when what you got entire baseball stadiums and teams and organizations that are partnering, having a marketing and advertising partnership with gambling stuff, you know, and online gambling and all this sports gaming that it's maybe time to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. So if we start at that perspective, Corey, if we start right there, until Pete Rose is given his right, he says on Facebook, I'm looking at it here, his rightful spot in the Hall of Fame, I couldn't care less about anybody else. Hashtag change my mind. Nick on the country pleasing text line says this, it's not the moral, the, the hall of moral superiority. It's not the Moral Superiority Hall of Fame, he says. That's Nick on the Country Pleasing Text Line. Let's dive in and see where your opinions land on this stuff, okay? Regarding Pete Rose, do you look at Pete Rose and Barry Bonds? Roger Clemens kind of in the same thought, do you? Jordan 
on Facebook says absolute and emphatic. Yes, they should be in the Hall of Fame. Bonds and Clemens, absolute and emphatic. Yes, they should be in the Hall of Fame. Richard on YouTube says, I also think that the beer-swilling, cigar-chomping, sports-riding hypocrites will keep them out. And then he says, LOL. <laughs> hey, Richard, let me just tell you this, Richard. That moniker right there, beer-swilling, cigar-chomping, sports-riding hypocrites. <laughs> um, you, that's a great little string of English words right there. You know what it makes me think of, Richard? Last night I was watching the movie The Natural. My favorite movie of all time. All of them. It's at the top of all of them. All movies for me. Me personally. Has been since I was about 10 years old. It sounds like you are describing the sports writer in The Natural, Max Mercy. <laughs> sports swilling, cigar chomping, sports writing hypocrite. <laughs> That's what he was. And just watch that last night. And half of that describes Babe Ruth. I mean, hey, it really does. He yeah. just didn't write about sports. He, he played. He didn't write them. about sports. He played. But he swilled some beer, beer and chomped some cigar. Chomped cigar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point, Bill. Yep. And he's in point. the Hall of Fame. And then you got Ty Cobb, probably the meanest man ever in baseball. Yeah. Hey, and I would, you know, like smoking it will kill you. It's very, very bad for you. But I will admit, I love to smell somebody smoking a cigar. Like I go to the golf course or go to a baseball game and from the first base side and somebody smoking a cigar can be on the third base side. And I smell it and I love it. I love the way it smells. And I've admit. been around Ron Polk too much. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you can smell Coach Polk coming for sure <clears throat> most of the time. All right, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, should they be in? <clears throat> I'm coming to your comment. There's a whole bunch of text on this, but and, and this is, I know, look, I know that we are <clears throat> we're in the heart of the NFL playoffs. We just had the best NFL weekend ever. You got a lot of college football stuff going on, moving, shaking the coaching staffs here and there, and also the transfer portal, new players, players leaving. I, I get it. Um, I, I know we're in the heart of the SEC basketball season. We're going to talk about that. State's playing at Kentucky tonight. And later in the show, we're going to have Neil Price on this show live from Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, where he will be calling the game on the radio tonight. We're going to get all that. But I just saw this, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't pop up too often that it grabs me. And I'm, so I'm just being honest with you all here today on this show. It grabbed me. Okay. Here's something uh, somebody wrote over at CBS. It said, let's face it, Bonds and Clemens are tied together. It's a formality at this point. Bonds got 61.8% of the vote last year after being named on 73% of the public ballots. Right now he's tracking, they say, for this year at 77.5 and has gained just two votes from voters returning from last year to this year. It says, given what we know about private versus public ballots, this isn't going to cut it. It says, Clemens got 61.6% of the vote last year after being named on 73% of the ballots. So he's like 12% shy of the ballots he was on. It says, right now, he's at 
76%. And he also has only gained a net of two votes in the tracking they're doing. So that's a lot of numbers, but here's what it means to me is that from last year to this year, these guys, we're talking Barry Bonds. We're talking Roger Clemens. And last year to this year, they each have picked up two votes, and it's probably the same two, who swung to the other side, who just finally went, you know what? I'm changing my mind on this. Well, they won't be in. Now, we're going to get back to that. you got Kurt Schilling on there. Uh, Scott Rowland, uh, a few others they talk about making gains. And I have seen, y'all, I have seen some you know pretty notable sports talkers and talking heads and writers and others opine about a few of these guys here in the recent days leading up to this. And I think it's to try to maybe sway some people. Okay, Todd Helton. Remember Todd Helton, former Tennessee quarterback, and then he got hurt and entered Peyton Manning, and then he went to baseball and became a an all-star first baseman for the Rockies. He's picked up votes since last year. Andrew Jones, Braves, Billy Wagner. A-Rod was on the ballot his first go-around last year and only got 40%. Omar Vizquel. See, A-Rod's getting the bonds and Clemens treatment, isn't he? This guy who's tracking everything right now, as of today, kind of live, is hanging in there that he thinks David Ortiz is going to get in there. They think he's going to get voted in here in his first time on the ballot. It says he'll just barely get 75% of the vote and make it in. It's a one-man baseball writers of association class this year, giving Cooperstown seven players to celebrate this July. So the ones I mentioned that are already in, and then it says these guys are going to vote one more guy in. But obviously, unless there's some kind of miracle between now and tonight when they finish counting the votes – Bonds won't have enough. Clemens won't either. That won't, that'll be it. So let me get some of your opinions. Let's talk about it. Well, well, let me say one thing first, and then I'm coming to some of your comments. You know, let's let's go back and use Pete Rose as an example. There, there also don't don't we have to also consider what the rules were and how the rules were laid out very clearly and specifically to players at the time they committed a certain thing, a certain faux pas, shall we say. Okay, here's what I mean by that. We are discussing in 2022 Pete Rose Hall of Fame gambling. I even threw in there this little qualifier about, you see, you know, sports gaming and all this kind of stuff. It's just now a part of it. It's all, it's all celebrated and everything. It's like, how are you going to keep it out of the sport? That was the worry when they did it. And then nobody cared. Just do it. Whatever. Can't stop it. Snowball rolling downhill. But at the time that he pulled the stunt that he pulled, Pete Rose, that is, it wasn't 2022. It was a totally different context. It was an era where I think anybody doing that and playing baseball knew when did he do it in the 70s or 80s well still the point is he's only what about 50 years removed from the uh shoeless joe jackson chicago team they get them all banned right okay throwing a game shaving whatever okay pete rose every player that played in the era that he played in knew you get caught gambling on the, on the game, 
let alone the ones you, that you play in, they're going to ban you for life. Okay, so they knew that ahead of time. It was a different context. We do have to consider that. And so what about PEDs for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens? You know, Clemens goes before Congress. Lying about it, sure. Did Bonds ever go before Congress? Was Bonds ever suspended for PEDs? That's another thing that I have to ask. Now, these baseball writers, they, they vote, I don't. They vote, you probably don't. But the other thing is, we, we feel like we know what we know about steroid use and Barry Bonds. We feel like our eyes, just our, the, the things we see from him to the naked eye is not lying to us. But there's also, doesn't there have to be some sort of technicality in there? <laughs> That's another thing. You know, Andy Pettit, did you test positive for PEDs? Were you suspended for PED use? As far as I know, Barry Bonds never was, right? It's just, it's even more than assumed. We're not just assuming that Barry Bonds, we're just going on the fact that he used PEDs. But was it ever sure enough nailed down is what I'm asking. Okay, now let's get to your comments. There's some interesting stuff on the text line. Uh, let, me, let me mention this. Henry on YouTube said, being a PED user in the hall doesn't make them the greatest, but it makes you remembered. I think the shadow will still follow them either way. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no question about that. And Corey says PEDs are not. As a hitter, you still have to make contact with the ball. And as a pitcher, you still um, have to hit your spots. And that is true. And then it comes down to the long, you know, longevity of a career. There's been a lot of guys who were, they were great for three or four years. They didn't use PEDs and they were out of the game because their body broke down. There's a lot of guys who played for a long time because PEDs helped them to recover and get back on the field and overcome injuries. I think that's the angle, too. Others saying that uh, Bonds and Clemens should absolutely be into the Hall of Fame. Let's see what we're talking about on the country, please, and text line. Jackson Mailman says, Gambling in the game is way different to me than taking banned substances to make your performance better during the game. Hmm. We all think about that. See, I, he, he, I don't know that I... I'm having a hard time with that, mailman. I really am. You're saying that to you, gambling on the game... Okay, gambling on the game that you're playing in is way different than taking banned substances to make your performance better during the game. Okay, if, if, you're not dividing... Shaving points, throwing a game to pocket money from some crook out here who's going to give you $10,000 to lose. You're not, you, you're not separating that. You're just saying gambling on the game. You could be betting on your team to win, right? Is that what you're saying? Because I would say, if we're talking about shaving points, throwing a game, losing, okay, to 
to then go cash in and you're gambling on that, that's to me way more criminal and more detestable of an activity than taking some PED, some banned substance, so that you can play better or you can play longer. That Now, I told you my favorite movie is The Natural, so maybe I'm affected by that. But you remember at the end when Roy Hobbs goes and talks to them, he figures out this pitcher is in on it with these dirty owners. And he goes out there and he tells Fowler, the pitcher, hey, don't do this. Fowler thinks Hobbs is in on it. He says, you start hitting, I'll start pitching. They come to an agreement, let's stop this and play the way we're supposed to play. And then wind up winning the game. Spoiler, the movie's 40 years old. You should have seen it by now. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't spoil it for you. <clears throat> now, Squirrel, I said um, The Natural. Squirrel says, Outlaw Josie Wales is my favorite movie. That is an awesome movie. It's got everything. Not to mention it starts with Clint Eastwood, but it's got everything. Even a little comedy mixed in there also. Lynn's going to weigh in on this on the Country Pleasing, I'm sorry, on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line when we come back in just a bit. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of texts about it. And I do want to get to those. All I did is kind of lay it out. I, I came here today ready to talk about some other stuff. I didn't necessarily... It's such an ongoing conversation. I didn't come in here with, with some opinion to hit you over the head with. But here we are again. It's 2022. And look, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are not going in the Hall of Fame. And it's going to be according to people who vote in the Baseball Writers Association. They're not putting them in. And, and I just, I'm starting to not feel right about it. I'm really not. Y'all stick around. It's back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire. Customer inspired. It's about time for old Matthew to upgrade that iPhone 13. I got the 12 Pro Max. It's a big one. See? I got the 12 Pro Max. It's a big one. I got big hands. It's just, it works. See there? But that 13's got that fancy camera, and I'm going to have to check that out. At Seaspire, I'm going to just go to cspire.com, price it out, see if I can upgrade and go from there. I've done it before online where you just type it in, it tells you what you owe, and, and go pick it up. <clears throat> so I may be doing that soon at Seaspire. All right, over the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. We got Lynn hanging on line one. Hey, Lynn, what's up? How about it, Matt? Hey, man. Hey, uh, first off, I, I, you, you, you made me understand the Pete Rose argument to not be in the hall a little better than I have before because I've got one of the guys that think you need to be in too. But the way you said that, I, I kind of get it. You're right. It was the air you did. But as far as uh, Clemens and Barnes go, and, in my opinion, they should both be in. And here's why. You take away their stats from when you suspect or know they started using PEDs. From that point on, take them away. They're still in the Hall of Fame without them. Hmm. Even before, yeah. They would still go. Now, they may not be first first ballot surefire guys, but they would still make it. Well, and see, here's the thing about that, Lynn, is – 
it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. You know, without something like a failed drug test on such and such day in 1990, whatever, without that, something like that on the record, then for me, it's all, we're all just kind of presuming a certain time that they must have started using it either based on appearance or something else. Right. And, and I get it. It's like, we can look at Barry Bonds and his head grew like a pumpkin in a healthy pumpkin patch over the course of a few years. He's three hat sizes bigger. Well, something's going on obviously, but he completely changed his his appearance a hundred percent, hundred percent. But before that, before that change took place, man, that, he was he was the best player in baseball for a long time. He was outstanding. See, you're right. So you go early '90s when like, because I remember you know watching the Braves play the Pirates in those great postseasons in the early '90s, and he was a part of those Pirates teams, and he was this little skinny, lightning fast outfielder who was a great hitter and a base stealer. You by appearance, there's nothing about his appearance there. You know, early '90s that would lead you to believe he was on steroids. But again, Lynn, the no. thing is, how do I know he wasn't? Well, I don't. But now, you also got to remember, up until a certain point, there wasn't no rules against him. That's right. That's right. Hey, and somebody uh, even mentioned that. Um, I'm going to go and I'll find the uh, the comment. But somebody texted, I believe, and I'll find it over here. But that's what they said. You know, we basically we have the PED rules that we have now uh, because of did. guys like Barry Bonds. Right. Yeah. But, but they didn't. They didn't break the rules like, like uh, say Rose did at, at the probably at the beginning. Now eventually, yeah, I'm sure they still would. But here's the thing. Uh, that's just my point. I, I think there was Hall of Famers without it. Uh, but that what they done was they made the wrong people mad. They weren't media friendly. They 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 made the wrong people mad, and they didn't care because they knew how great they were. Yeah. But now they're gonna get to pay for it. Yeah. That's, it's almost like Lynn. A bunch of those guys knew. A bunch of those guys knew what they were doing. They're basically going at that time, saying, "You know what? I want the years on my career. I want the home runs. I want the wins. I want baseball now. And I'm if I get caught, I'll be willing to give up the Hall of Fame. I don't care about that. I mean, that's that's basically what they did." That's what it looks like, but mm-hmm. I think they're without question two of the greatest baseball players ever, and they should they should be in, in my opinion. You could take away half their careers and still in. So thanks, Lynn. Yeah, that, I, I, that's a really good point. Thank you. Trip on the country pleasing text line says Rose knew the rules. Rose knew the consequences. Rose broke the rules with full knowledge of the consequences. All actions have consequences, some good, some bad. Rose has no reason to expect baseball to break the rules just for him. Otherwise, why have the rules? You know, and Trip, I mean, like, how can I argue with that, you know? How can I argue with it? And I got, you know, I bring up the, what was it, 1920, what? Or maybe it was before that. I can't remember the year. The Shoeless Joe Jackson White Sox team, and they all get, Banned for shaving, and then he's thrown in, and and then it's over the years. Well, Sheila Show wasn't in on it, you know. Yeah, well, maybe it was. Free American said, I just think that if you are really well known, then you are famous. Isn't that what the fame 
in Hall of Fame means. So if you're famous for baseball reasons, then why shouldn't you be in? Free American, it's a look, it's a hall of stats, isn't it? I mean, in large part, it's a hall of stats. Otherwise, what in the world would they be using other than some statistical threshold to keep Dale Murphy out of the Hall of Fame? You know, I mean, it's got to be some statistical threshold that they just didn't feel like he was over. I mean, I'm coming to the phone. It's like they went back in the Golden Days era committee and they've put in four guys, Gil Hodges, Jim Cott, Minnie Minoso, and Tony Oliva. Well, if you look at Gil Hodges, for instance, okay, look at Gil Hodges, who they're putting in. This guy was an eight-time All-Star, a two-time World Series champ, three-time Gold Glove, batted a career 273 and hit 370 home runs, played for the Browns, that'd be the St. Louis Browns, uh, through the late, uh, in, in the 40s and 50s. Late 50s, he goes and plays for the Dodgers, and then in 62, 63, he's on the Mets. He had seasons, he had a 40-home run season in 51, Hit 32 and 52. He had a 42 home run season in 54. Um, he averaged about 25 home runs a year for the next five years uh, up to 1959. And then kind of had a farewell tour for, for four seasons before getting out of baseball. But he played for f- 20 years. Okay, so they put him in. Overall numbers aren't like that much different than uh, Dale Murphy. And he played for more years than Murphy did. They put him in, though. All right, back over to the phones, Divinity Equipment phone line, line one. Boomer Sooner hanging on. What's up? How are you today, sir? Just right. Thanks for calling. Hey, you know, this this whole thing, I wonder how many of those writers, and I, 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 the, the, the voters for the Hall of Fame uh, are some of the most hypocritical uh, folks on this earth. How many of those guys actually came out in the, 80s and 90s and and early 2000s when this stuff was going on and wrote articles and said that Bonds or McGuire or all of them should be kicked out of baseball. Absolutely. Not a one. Not a one. And see, Boomer Sooner, that's a great point. It's a great point you bring up. Because here's the thing, Boomer Sooner, it's just like I was talking with Lynn. It's one thing if we go, okay, this particular player failed a drug test on July the 16th, 2000-whatever. We've got that in black and white. It's a technical thing. There it is. But it's a whole different deal when that didn't happen, even if Barry Bonds ballooned up into, like, a cartoon wrestler. Well, and the other thing, look, this was uh, steroids, for whatever anybody wants to admit, steroid, the steroid era saved baseball. It was, it was circling the drain, and then along comes McGuire and Sosa. Yeah. And and the year that they had brought baseball back and made put it on the front page. Really and did. and the owners and the commissioners and all of the people running baseball encouraged it. They didn't try to stop none of it. They let it all go. In fact, they encouraged it. Teams, I have a, a friend who played in 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 the majors. He, he was he wasn't a Hall of Famer. He was he was a you know, a utility guy that, that bounced around a little bit, played on like three different teams. He said, man, every team had doctors 
on on staff that were prescribing the crap for everybody. And they, they, you know, Bonds and and, and McGuire and and Clemens and some of those guys were the most famous, but they weren't the only one. There was a lot of guys that was just able to preserve their career and prolong their career and make a little bit extra money right. that were doing it too. Right. I mean, we're well, punishing these guys, and I'm not, I'm not making excuses for them. All I'm saying is, man, let's don't get let's don't get this moral high ground going. And, and when, when when we sit there and watched it happen and and, and encouraged it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I and mean, it was crazy. And, and every time there was a period of time there where what. I mean, Barry Bonds was such a threat at the plate against any pitcher he faced at the end during the kind of heyday of the home run hitting in the early 2000s. When, you know, he's leading the league in intentional walks and still leading it in home runs. It's like if they threw it up there, he hit it out. Barry Bonds was the only guy ever to be intentionally walked with the bases loaded. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. Isn't it just he crazy? With the bases loaded. But hey, but hold on, Come Boomer on. Center. Hold on, Boomer Center. He can't go in the Hall of Fame now. Oh, I know. He can't I know. go. In he the was Hall the most feared hitter in the history of the game. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it's nuts. But the, yeah. the people doing the vote are nothing but a huge flock of hypocrites. That's all they are. Thanks, Center. Appreciate the call. Huge flock of immigrants. (laughs) Y'all are cracking me up today. More of your texts and calls coming up. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stay with me. Do you have any idea what time it is? It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Talking more great sports for you, Mississippi. Online transmission is ready, sir. All right, let's go. A bunch of comments we need to get to. I appreciate all the feedback. This is really fun. Henry on uh, YouTube said, I agree with Lynn. The rules were so unclear, and for a long time the league did nothing when they very well knew what was happening. If Selig is in, Bud Selig, the commissioner at the time, we cannot be so against Bonds and Clemens. What a point. Commissioner of Baseball, Henry's opinion is on YouTube that somebody like Bud Selig, for a long time, the rules were unclear. Like Boomer Sooner said, baseball survived on the the home run stuff in the late 90s, Sosa McGuire. League knew what was going on, did nothing about it intentionally. And if Bud Selig is in, you can't be so against Bonds and Clemens being in. What a point. We start looking at our own opinions, trying to figure out, am I a hypocrite too? Richard said, if Dale Murphy is not in the Hall of Fame, how legitimate can it be? Y'all see the little rotating helmet on my desk? You see the little figure next to it? It's the only like action figure type thing I have in my entire world that I own. House or anything. It's the only one. And that is a Dale Murphy thing that before uh, my buddy Brandon Walker, we were we were sharing the same office in Tupelo for years before he went and got big time with Barstool Sports. And I, he left me that because he knew I was a big Dale Murphy fan. <laughs> but uh, that was Brandon's gift to me. 
Oh, and the and the TV on the wall. I talked him out of the TV. I talked him out of leaving the TV that's on the wall because he didn't want to. He didn't want to keep it. He didn't want to move it. <laughs> he didn't want to fool with taking it off the wall. <clears throat> but it's definitely this is Brandon Walker's TV. Don't tell him I said that because he'll come knocking on my door someday wanting it back. <clears throat> Sven in Germany says Bond should be in. So is Clemens. All right, um, country. Please in text line, country please and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best, hands down. You can get it on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. You can go to Walmart. I get mine at Walmart a lot. You can get it at um, Country Meat Packers on Highway 49 Florence, where the country pleasing brand comes from, or you can just order it, countrypleasing.com. I had some uh, blueberry maple sausage at lunch. Yeah. yeah. It's great. All right. Uh, let's go through the text. A bunch of these. Let's go. Thanks for texting. Raider Nation says, this is Yadier Molina's last season with the Cardinals. Do you think he gets in? Uh, uh yeah. <clears throat> Patrick says, the game is so slow nowadays. Make it entertaining. What he was talking about, uh, he said, I think PD should be okay in all sports. Who wouldn't want to see a 60-year-old man who can throw 130 miles per hour hit 600-foot bombs to dead center? <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> Patrick, thank you. Mailman David said, all of these guys made a decision to do something they knew was against the rules. Now they must live with the consequences. We need to stop making excuses for them. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think anybody's making excuses for them, really. But there, there are some hairs to split on who knew what the rules exactly were for a period of time. Now, we got big-time... Big time stringent rules now. You didn't always have it that way regarding steroids, PEDs. It was more of this talked about in the alleyway instead of out on the news sort of thing. And Jackson Mailman agrees. He said Rose didn't bet that his team would lose, only to win, as far as I've ever heard. He said, and if he was convinced or if he was convicted of shaving points, yeah, that's different altogether. Mailman says, but all reports I've read says that he bet on his team to win, not lose. Bill and Madison said, Matt, I'm an old school baseball fan. So on the PED guys, it's complicated. Is that Jack Nicholson movie? We don't know. No, not Jack Nicholson. Um, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, and what's her name? Meryl Streep says, we don't know who actually uh who was actually using and not most knowledgeable baseball people will tell you a lot of pitchers were using and not as scrutinized so if you let anyone in that you know use them you need to let them all in whether it's bonds clemens or others either let none in or all but no there are probably guys getting in now that were users and no one knew about it bill that's common sense that's the pragmatic approach to this thing and it's dead on there it is now this is i can agree with this too somebody texted and said wrong is wrong betting or peds okay right but if you're sitting there holding a vote what are you basing that vote on is what i'm saying which side do you fall on bucky from vicksburg for everyone saying bonds did nothing wrong Bucky says, are you juicing your kids to play ball? They didn't break the baseball rules. They broke the law. That's from Bucky in Vicksburg. And no, 
if I had a kid playing baseball, I would not be juicing him. And I would be telling him no. I'd be teaching him the ups and downs of that as much as I could. <clears throat> because life is more, and the length of your life, isn't it more important than baseball? Maybe. Pete was never accused of shaving points or throwing a game he always played to win. That's from one of our texters there. Nick says Gaylord Perry literally rubbed whatever substance he could find on the ball, and folks want to talk about the rules. Anybody think Perry deserves to be in more than Clemens? And Gaylord Perry pitched in the majors for like 50 years or something like that. That's only a slight exaggeration. Anthony from Tupelo says, My big thing about all this stuff with Bonds and Clemens is, it was widely known that some of the players from the 50s and 60s, maybe even earlier, were going out partying all night, taking amphetamines to play the next day. These players still got voted in the Hall of Fame. What is the difference? <clears throat> Anthony, it's like what hairs are we willing to split and what not? What conversations are we willing to have honestly and which not? Unnamed texture says, doesn't Paul Merrill hold a Major League Baseball record he did a few years back? Well, I don't know that, but for instance, the Golden Days Committee, you know, they put in Gil Hodges. Nobody's arguing that. He played for, I guess it was 21 seasons. Gil Hodges. He was an all-star eight different times, was on a couple of World Series teams in the 50s. But his numbers pale in comparison to Rafael Palmero, who played for 20 seasons, one season less. His numbers pale. Hodges batted 270-something in that era. Palmero batted 288. Hodges hit 300-something home runs. Palmero hit 569. Palmero, four-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove, had another Gold Glove. Okay, he had half the All-Star game appearances that Gil Hodges did. But Rafael Palmero was the Major League Player of the Year one year. So, I mean, it really is a steroids thing. It ain't stats with some. Obviously. Bicklesworth says, could the fact that Bonds and Clemens were both insufferable jerks that <laughs> off all the baseball writers be a factor too? Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> Again, it's like you go back to their day and, and maybe they just made the decision, I don't care about the Hall of Fame. Or if they vote me in or not. Don't care. Raider Nation said uh, some people are disputing whether Yadier Molina gets in. I think he got to get in. Right? I don't, I'm not even, not even looking at the numbers. Woodrow says, remember the Max Mercy line from the natural, I'm here to protect this game. I think sports writers feel that way. That's why they won't vote in Bonds or Clemens, but they're wrong. There's better ways to protect the game other than keeping out guys who had Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, Max Mercy said, whether you're the goat or the hero, one way or the other, you're going to make me a great story. Roy Hobbs says something to him, and Max Mercy said, you're reading my mind. And Roy Hobbs said, that takes all of about three seconds. That does not apply to our next caller. On the Divinity Equipment phone line, more bully on line one. What's up, more bully? What's happening, Matthew? Yo! Hey, man, I just caught it. I just caught this coming back from lunch. I heard the Pete. I started the Pete Rose comment. You know, my feelings are this: if you made a huge impact on the game, like you should be in. Do you remember that summer of Bonds and Sosa? I mean, mm -hmm. McGuire and Sosa. Yes. I mean, 
that's all that was talked about. They saved baseball that year. They saved it, and I mean, it's the only time in the last it's the only time in the last thirty years where there were some TV ratings that football NFL football people looked at and went, "Wow!" It's the only time it's happened. I think there's one more because there's two things that recorded in baseball. Uh, I'm sure to record it. It was when. Um, they, when McGuire broke the record, and when um, why did my mind just Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken Jr. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. The streak because yep. he was he was yeah he's Mayberry, you know. Yeah, right. that could play baseball. You never heard a bad thing about him. No. And uh, you know, I just think if you made a huge impact on the game, you should be in the hall, and it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. And it was it was both of those were unwritten rules. Yeah. You know. Mm. In my mind. So, anyway. Yeah, I appreciate it more, That's Bully. Thank you, man. If you had an impact on a game. I mean, we put owners in, you know, sports writers, <laughs> managers. All right. Fun first hour. Hour two will be different entirely, but I sure enjoyed that, and I sure hope you stick around for hour two. We'll get there. We'll, we'll dive off in something else. Stick around.